Everyone desires to be known and to be loved, to have someone to show love to and receive love from. And this morning, we're talking about that basic need for love with R. York Moore, who, along with Gary Chapman, has written Seen, Known, and Loved, Five Truths About God and Your Love Language. York serves as a president of the Coalition for Christian Outreach. And good morning, York. Good morning. Great to be with you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So as we talk about love, um, a couple of questions come to mind for me. First of all, I know that a lot of people struggle to feel loved and I guess also maybe struggle to love others as well. Talk about that and why those two things are, are a struggle for some people. Well, I think that's part of the genius behind Dr. Gary Chapman's Five Love Languages, which is just a, a global phenomenon, uh, because what he helps us to understand is that uh, in order to actually feel or experience love, uh, we have to experience it through our primary love language. Uh, I'm a words of affirmation guy. Mm-hmm. You tell me you love me, I feel loved. Mm-hmm. My wife is not a word of affirmation person. <laughs> I can tell her all day that I love her, but she feels love when I actually serve her, mm-hmm. my son, when I spend time with him, because he's a you know, quality time kind of guy. And so I think that's part of what we're hoping to do in the book, is help people connect with the living God through their love language, because we want people to actually not just know that God loves them, but to experience his love, to feel his love in their lives. And that's what love languages actually allows us to do, to have a, an avenue to actually connect with the living God. So how does God speak our love languages? How do we experience God reaching into us and filling us up with his love through our love language? Well, in each of the chapters of the book, we we take a scripture and we demonstrate how God is engaging his people through their love language, through the five love languages. Uh, You know, obviously the words of affirmation is an easy one to see, right? God is seeing... God is uh, seen as um, committed to us in many ways through his word, through the words uh, that he speaks to his servants. But let's take a really hard one. What does it actually mean if you, your love language is physical touch? Mm-hmm. How do you actually experience a physical touch from an invisible God? Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things we, we demonstrate in the book is that God is speaking to us all of the time through people, through nature, uh, and oftentimes these experiences that are kind of one-off to us. We, we don't pay much attention to them in terms of attributing spiritual dimensions to them. But even non-believers, when they witness a sunset, when they witness a, a campfire in the middle of the night, a, a swirling snowstorm, these kind of moments of beauty are how God wraps his arms around us. Mm. We feel his presence in, the, in the, the natural beauty of the world. We also feel his presence uh, through other people that God puts in our lives. So in each and every single one of the five love languages, God is fluent in them because he created them. I think that's yes. part of the genius yeah. of, of Gary Chapman's book is that really he's tapped into something that is essentially human because we are made in the image of a God who, who lives in these five dimensions. Mm-hmm. So, York, I know there's been a recent article that Deb and I were talking about here recently about social media and how it really is... Uh, a huge detriment to people and their feelings about themselves and everything like that. So how have you found that social media kind of messes with understanding love? It can. I think oftentimes when new technology um, comes, we, we see the negatives. We see how it's used for sin. We see how it damages relationships. I'm actually experiencing quite the opposite. I have uh, quite an active TikTok ministry. I have over 600,000 followers on TikTok. 
My videos have been seen over 300 million times around the world, and most importantly, I've been able to lead over 250,000 people to Christ all over mm. the world through wow. TikTok. And what I've experienced on that platform, on that social media platform, is that people are experiencing the power of the living God in ways that probably would never happen in their lives. They're experiencing God's, you know, the, the love language of physical touch as they have an encounter with the living God, as they pray to receive Jesus, they're having an encounter. They're hearing words of affirmation. They're spending quality time. You know, typically when somebody starts watching uh, my videos, they don't watch one, they watch 101. You know, so I, I think social media can have the negative effect of having us uh, overly concentrated on how we look or overly concerned about the, you know, we're not living up to the lives of the friends around us. Mm -hmm. That's the negative aspect of it. But if we think about the digital space as a place where we can actually encounter one another, encounter the living God, it becomes a whole new set of opportunities. And that's what I want to challenge the church, is to think about the social media platform as an opportunity to actually become more of who we have been created to be, to encounter the living God, not just simply as a set of tools to reach people for Christ, but, but as a place where we can actually have authentic, transformative relationships. Mm -hmm. Well, even as you answer that, there's the other side of this, and then that is not everybody uh, is having people in their life anymore. I mean, we're having less interaction with people, and people are feeling lonely in increasing measure. Um, and we've heard a lot of different studies of, of people saying they're feeling isolated. I mean, they may have access to some of these things, but maybe they, they don't connect with them like others do. Um, so... How, how does that person find uh, and experience God's love when they're feeling so very alone in this world? Yeah, what a great question. In the United Kingdom, they have a, a, a minister of loneliness. Loneliness mm. is a global pandemic, and um, it has been exacerbated through the, the COVID pandemic, which now, thank God, is, is done. Uh, and people are now reemerging, and uh, in person has uh, become normal again. But many people have been left uh, behind. You know, some people have, were already struggling with depression, loneliness, anxiety, these kinds of things um, before the pandemic, and that exacerbated it. Here's the great thing about God's Word. It's living and it's active, mm -hmm. and when we open it up, we find the companion of our souls. We find the God who is nearer than we could have ever had imagined, that He's right there. You know, um, I don't want to talk a long time about TikTok, but that's part of what I've actually been able to help young people do on TikTok is to experience the living God through his word. The word doesn't fail. And mm, so when, yes. we, yeah. when we get yeah. people into the word of God, in fact, we did a focus uh, study when we were writing this book. Uh, Gary and I did multiple studies, and we found that readers who read the book See Known Loved 100% of the people in those focus groups made a commitment to regular Bible reading because it was through Bible reading yes, that they were having yeah. a real relationship with Jesus Christ, including the non-believers who went through these focus groups, made a, made a commitment to regular Bible reading. And that, I think it's because God is near. When we open his word, he is right there. Uh, we can have a real and transformative relationship with the God of the universe by reading his word. Yeah. York, how, uh, and this is not necessarily with the book itself, but I'm, I want to go down this conversation that you're having here about the creativity that you're showing to get people interested in reading God's Word. Give some tips on that for us, on how we can 
you know, be creative and use what God has given us uh, to get people interested in him and his word. Well, here's the thing. We're living at a moment in history where those who are religiously unaffiliated, we call them nons, mm-hmm. if you look at the birth cohort data, uh, they, they now outnumber those who are religiously affiliated. It's a moment in history where now there are more unchurched um, people who are not connected to spiritual communities than ever before in American history. Before that, there was biblical illiteracy that was off the charts. People do not know the Bible. They just have never mm-hmm. picked one up. They've never seen one. They've never read the stories. Uh, you can talk about Jonah and the whale to Gen Z, and they have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Moses and the burning bush, they have never heard these stories. And so, to tell you the truth, the funny thing is, it's now easier than ever to get people interested in the Bible, because it's, it's brand new, and oftentimes it's shocking information. If you actually look at people on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, young people who are reaching young people for Christ through these platforms, through simple, basic Bible teaching, it's absolutely incredible. Hmm. So I think when we actually just tell people the stories of the Bible, they have such an inherent value. There's power in the Word of God. We don't have to, you know, make it fancy. We don't have to trick people. We don't have to lure them in. The Bible has power. And when we, when we teach people the Bible, it just does something in them. All I'm doing on TikTok is literally teaching simple, basic Bible truths. Who is Jesus? Who is the Holy Spirit? Why did Jesus die on the cross? What does the word repent mean? All day, every day, basic, basic biblical truths and uh, we're seeing a generation open. So just because mm-hmm. they are re- religiously unaffiliated doesn't mean that they're hostile. That's, I think, the assumption that because the, the United States has become kind of post-Christianized and there are all these religiously unaffiliated people, it doesn't mean that they're hostile. It just means that they're not, they're not affiliated and they've never heard the stories of the Bible. Mm-hmm. This is so encouraging to me. Uh, I just read something yesterday about the fact that so many churches are closing and not as many are beginning, um, that that people are kind of moving away from attending church. And so I'm curious, York, what's your plan to get those that accept Christ into a community and into, you know, into church, (laughs) into fellowship with other believers? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I've been working for some time with the uh, with the He Gets Us campaign. Really excited mm-hmm. about that. Yes, uh, we're going to be doing some big things on Super Bowl Sunday yep. uh, with that. And basically, it's a large data funnel. You know, the He Gets Us campaign is not just a PR for Jesus. It's a it really is an opportunity to actually get people into churches. We have over two hundred thousand people on the on the platform on the back end. So when you begin to engage with the ads. Uh, eventually you're going to encounter an opportunity to be connected with a church. On my TikTok platform, there's a link in my bio that connects to that platform so that when young people who pray to receive Jesus, uh, when they do that, we want to have an opportunity, a clear opportunity to connect them with the local church. And here's the fantastic thing. Again, I've probably led over 250,000 people to Christ on the platform since I started a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And these are the everyday kinds of questions. Where do I get a Bible? Say, well, get the Bible app. No, I want the real Bible, the physical Bible. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. How can I be baptized? How can I join a local church? You know, these are the questions that I get asked every single day by the hundreds and hundreds. 
And, uh, you know, because of the, the generosity of those who are behind the He Gets Us campaign, we now have an opportunity to capture a lot of that interest. We call them explorers, and we connect those explorers with churches all across the country. And we're just getting started. I mean, this campaign is just now getting started. We test marketed last year in a number of different markets, and many of your listeners will now recognize that He Gets Us ads uh, all over the place. And, this again, this Sunday there will be two but the goal of those ads is to drive traffic to the site, but the site is just a data funnel to connect people to the local church. Mm-hmm. This is not just a PR campaign for Jesus. This is about getting new people in churches all across America. Wow, that's so exciting. It is exciting. It really is. And uh, I think, like, like you said, Deb, this is really encouraging mm-hmm. to know that, you know what? We're hearing a lot of negative things about certain things, but you know what? I think we have such a huge opportunity right now to tell people about Christ and tell them, uh, you know, what our story is and how he's changed our life and how he can change their lives. So you're encouraging stuff, York. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've been talking about the book, Seen, Known, Loved, as well as just, you know, following what God called us to do, be ambassadors for Christ. Yes. And so, York, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.